This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome to today's mini episode on what your anger is trying to tell you. My name is Daniel M. And I'm Christina M. How many times have you lost your cool since the start of this pandemic? (laughs) How many times have you yelled at your kids or gave the silent treatment to your spouse? How many of you have experienced your children stomp in frustration or cry big old tears from not understanding this whole online schooling thing? Yeah, us too. (laughs) We're here to remind y'all that feelings of anger is a natural part of life, but maybe it's not an emotion you are comfortable with or have been taught to manage well. Perhaps you grew up in a household where you were sent to your room every time you showed any hint of anger. No one addressed their anger. It was just kind of pushed down and avoided. Or perhaps you were raised in a family that yelled and screamed at each other all the time. Loudly expressing your anger was as normal as brushing your teeth or changing your clothes. No matter your experience with anger, it's important to be aware of the anger that we feel. It's our body's way of signaling something's wrong and kind of creating energy to help begin addressing the problem. Anger is what we call a secondary emotion. It's a reaction to another emotion. So first, we may feel hurt, disappointed, betrayed, insignificant, lonely, overwhelmed, dismissed, vulnerable, or invalidated. And then, because that emotion is too scary, too intense, too vulnerable, or maybe even too shameful, we flip it and the feeling that comes out is anger. So while anger, frustration, or irritation might be what's showing up on the surface, the emotions are actually much deeper than that. And knowing these deeper primary emotions is important. Let's give you an example. When all three of the kids started online schooling, it initially did not go smoothly. Actually, it went horribly. (laughs) I had to set up three different classrooms, make passwords and accounts for way too many different apps and learning resources. I had a husband who was trying to make some incredibly difficult decisions for his job. I had to learn to work from home and become the homeschooling mom that I never wanted to be. I had three kids completely confused and feeling frustrated, out of sorts and out of control. After the 15th, mom, help me. Ah, I lost it. I screamed. I am only one person. I cannot be in three places at once. You need to wait. And then I cried. It was not my finest moment of my parenting journey. My primary emotions were feelings of being overwhelmed, disappointed, a complete failure, and alone. But what came out was rage. My anger was signaling to me that something much deeper was going on. And that's the thing about anger. Our anger is always trying to signal to us that something deeper is going on. So when you feel yourself getting angry, when you notice frustration, irritation, and annoyance, stop. Take a breath and try noticing those feelings. And then use those emotions as a cue. Use those feelings as a yellow flag to say, hey, something else is going on here. There's another deeper emotion going on. 
Just this last week, we decided to take a few extra days of vacation on the tail of the long weekend, and I noticed how much I needed that. It had been a while since we had vacation, and like Christina said, for the past month and a half, I've been having to navigate COVID-19 for work and, uh, and all the decisions that I've been needing to make. On top of all that, we were looking forward to a cruise that was canceled. So one thing after another, stress after stress after stress. A couple days before we were going to take vacation, I had gotten to my limit and I was just overwhelmed with stress. I even teared up in a meeting too, not knowing how to handle all that was going on. For me, I didn't want to display my anger to other people, so I was just pushing it down deep inside. But pushing it down deep enough when it resulted in tears also indicated that something else was going on. And that's the thing. In that moment, I had to stop. I had to take a breath. Early on in our mini episode about palms down, palms up prayer, yeah, that's exactly what I did because I had to give it to God. So remember, use those feelings as a yellow flag to say, hey, something else is going on here. It's not just anger. There's another deeper emotion going on. Challenge yourself to dig deeper and name what emotions are underneath your anger. Because when you name what's really going on, you give yourself a better chance at moving forward. So friends, when, not if, (laughs) but when you're overwhelmed, angry, and feeling all the emotions, just stop and take a breath. Recognize that your anger is a secondary emotion. Use your anger as a cue and as a reminder that something else is going on. Then ask yourself, what emotion is underneath my anger? You'll be surprised at how much is below the surface, just waiting for some of your attention. This episode was brought to you in part by the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast, an outreach dedicated to bringing joy, strength, intimacy, and purpose to couples seeking growth. Be sure to visit enneagramandmarriage.com to find your chemistry together again, or for the very first time.